This is Wholesome Transmissions presenting Friendship. They are like true friends. Like I, when I was began with them, even after such a long time, it didn't really change anything. Uh, what does a friend uh, have to do to be a close friend to you? Like what makes that part of you? Do you kind of have that unspoken like bond that that persists? Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Wholesome Transmissions. We're back with another episode for season two therapy sessions. And for anyone who doesn't know what our show is about, it's essentially become a show about video games and people and we're running with it. So um, we have a returning guest today. I'm very excited about our friend from the Czech Republic, Kabatko. Um, Also, he goes by his first name, Jacob. And we're really thrilled to have him back uh, to the show today. Um, we're kind of talking about a continuation of the last episode we released. And I thought that uh, Jacob might be a good person to talk to regarding this topic. But um, Jacob, why don't you give a little introduction for everyone who might not know um, who you are and, and kind of what you do. And um, then we'll kind of talk about what, what we're going to cover today. Um, so I'm Jacob also known as Kubatko, and I make music. So I make music for games as well as like music just as a musician. So I release albums and EPs. And then as a my I'm a programmer, like a software developer. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Yeah, we're, we're really thrilled to have you back. Um, for our listeners, we do have a previous episode last season that we did with Kabako, and it was kind of talking more about the video game aspect because I grew up kind of playing the games from Hexage that uh, that he's worked on, and it was sort of about that. And we just had a really lovely time discussing the topic with him and talking about life a bit. And we wanted to have him back on, especially after because last time we talked to you was 2019 before the world fell apart uh, with COVID-19 and everything <laughs> this year. So I thought it would also be kind of a good idea to catch up and just see how things have been going with you and everything. So, um, and again, our topic today we're talking about is friendship. And the reason why is because the last episode we did was on transparency. And we talked about how sort of with COVID-19 and everyone going through this sort of traumatic event, it's kind of caused people to be more transparent with their friends or even coworkers to an extent, because now, you know, it's kind of been apparent that everyone's not doing so great this year with all the, the fear of the virus and the economic impact and just social structures kind of breaking down a bit. And when we got through the topic, we discussed how friend, like our relationship with our friends are sometimes the, the, the people in our lives that we're the most transparent with when we talk about what's going on with us really, like when it gets down to it, you know, I find that with my friends like radio and everyone else, uh, my few close friends, I open up about everything going on. Sometimes you don't get that with the other people in your life. So the idea is we wanted to kind of discuss um, a few different things regarding friendships. We wanted to discuss how important friendship is to surviving life. We wanted to cover what makes a good friend and also how do you handle uh, when friends come and go from your life, which happens kind of frequently when as you uh, get older. So 
um, starting out again, we wanted to kind of catch up and Kabatka, why don't you just tell us a little bit, what has 2020 been like for you over in the Czech Republic and what has the response been over there? Um, and how has it impacted you personally? So, um, the 2020 has been quite tough for me, but, uh, I wouldn't say just because of COVID because the COVID situation didn't affect me that much. I would say like, of course that our shops closed and people are being careful, but it also made me a bit distant to some people, but it hasn't been that bad because I've been always working. Well, not always, but since like five, five years ago, I've been working remotely. So I'm kind of used to the remote situation. So for me, mm -hmm. when the restrictions hit, like it actually didn't mean almost anything to me because <laughs> I've been always working remotely <laughs> and uh, I'm quite used to just talking to the people just over the internet. And uh -huh. I did meet up with some of my co-workers before, like we met like once uh, every two weeks or something like that, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, it didn't really mean much to my like a day, daily routine. But uh, from like the traveling point of view, like we like to travel because if you work from home mm -hmm. too much, like it gets quite routine-ish, like every day is the same routine. Actually, I'm quite kind of like a routine routine-based person so i like my routines but when it's going for too long it's actually quite tough and i just i feel like i'm getting a bit i wouldn't say crazy but just a bit like tired of everything so kind of breaking the routine sometimes and for example going traveling or something like that, it's actually quite refreshing and you just realize that maybe you've been concentrating on like wrong things a bit too much and you just need to refresh your mind a bit so yeah that's kind of work wise and also because uh, uh like i've got my daughter like she's now two years old like i i don't really have much time for music anymore so i actually did try to make a bit of music so i released like mm -hmm. a new ep but uh, the the songs like i was working on them for like i would say a year so i, I wouldn't work on them for a year every day, but it was mm -hmm. just a process for a year. And then I did one remix for this, like a remix competition for one like German deep house label. And I actually won in the competition. So it's going to be released on the label. Ooh, um, that's awesome. It's what I was quite happy about. And <laughs> then also like from my personal life, my parents were rebuilding the roof actually are still rebuilding a roof on their house yeah i know that i talked to caleb about it and, <laughs> uh, i know they actually wanted to have it finished before the winter hits but because the company that was kind of delivering the long long wood that you put on the on the yeah. roof they they actually delayed by a month so no, it's no. actually quite significant time so now the roof is still incomplete but the winter is coming so we are we've been trying to finish it as fast as possible <laughs> I, I like the roof was literally out of the house it was just a, like a box without a roof so yeah and my my dad is like a builder so he wants to do everything by himself so he, do, he doesn't want any other companies to touch the house so that's why he he's been working on the himself and me and like the husband of my sister and some uh, friends so yeah it's been I like know. a family whole homework 
I know you when I was talking to you and we were kind of reconnecting before we uh, put, you know, set this time together to record. I was asking you how you were doing and you sent me the pictures of the roof. Off the house. It's like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, geez, that's, that's I was crazy. There on Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday and then last weekend, actually, like a few, like several, several weekends I've been there, like for the past two months. So. <sighs> That's crazy. But it's almost I, I, complete. It's almost done. That's good. <laughs> that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good to have that done uh, before Christmas comes around. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I I you know we kind of talked about this in some of our previous episodes for for radio myself, but the pandemic really hasn't changed how I live my life that much. Like I was already working remote quite a bit and the, the job that I was doing and now the new job that I have, um, both of those things are like basically unchanged from the pandemic and my life really hasn't changed much. Thankfully. I mean, I know that there's millions of people who are just devastated by this and their, their way of life yeah. has changed dramatically. But, but for my wife and I, um, we've been blessed and we haven't really had many issues. And I know radio, uh, is still commuting and still traveling around the country through all of this. Right. Trend. Yep. Still not dead yet, <laughs> <laughs> which is, I mean, I feel like you must have caught COVID at some point or I mean, uh, you've you've traveled almost every week this year for work. So I, I find it rather unlikely that you haven't had it at least once. Yeah, who's to say at this point, but I mean, yeah, my life hasn't changed probably a bit. If anything, it's actually gotten busier and more of the oh. same, if you will. Yeah, Um Probably not a good thing, but uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just a taxing year because we like you said, Jacob, that it hasn't changed a lot. But the fact that everyone is pretty homebound and the fact that you can't really travel like you used to, um, it wears on you because the like, I know and I know that's been why I think cases have been rising a bit in the US and why I think people are just kind of frustrated because it's like after a whole year of this and after so many months in and out and the holidays are coming up it's just like this grueling like thing where it's like you want it to be over you want to be able to return to normalcy a bit you want to see your friends that you probably haven't seen and it, it just keeps dragging on and it might not you know stop for even longer and i think that that's just been the most frustrating part is everyone's been in this sort of limbo state with everything going on and it's hard to think about returning to normal and it's and it's something that everyone wants <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, yeah. um and i guess this is kind of like a good segue into what uh, the episode today is sort of about which is about talking about uh friends and the importance of friends in our lives and i guess starting out we'll, we'll start with you jacob I, I mean i'm curious to see like you know, for you, how important are your friends to, in your life and how important are they for getting through like day to day, basically? So I think I'm kind of like an odd person because I, I 
haven't really had many friends throughout my life. I, I did have friends always, but it was never like I would be surrounded with friends. And it's not like I wouldn't be too unfriendly, but it's, it's just I, I'm used to just have a few friends that I like keep in touch with. And even though I like I'm quite friendly to other people, I just I can't keep many friends just be close to other people because I mean, it's it's uh, you have to maintain your friendship, right? Like you have to you have to concentrate on the people around you and you can't you can't do it for too many people. I think like it's, a, it's really hard, I think. But throughout my life, I have always had like a few people that I kept in touch with and like the people as you were saying like they just come and they kind of go like and even mm. though they go I still kind of um, it's a good example with like my my time in New Zealand so when I was in New Zealand I was there for three years and I mm. actually made quite a few friends in there because I was there by myself so I you don't really have any other, any other choice like you don't have a family yeah. in there so the only family you have is your friends so mm-hmm. that's uh, that's kind of what you concentrate on and I when I left New Zealand I was actually quite sad because I made one of the best friends in there that I had I didn't really have before so I was really close to a few people in there and whenever uh, actually they came a few times to the Czech Republic and when I met them it was just like before even though I didn't see them for like two years when I saw them we were talking it was just like two years back so uh, I felt like they were like true friends like I when mm. I was again with them even after such a long time it didn't really change anything like we were t- talking the same we also had like I had a kid and they also had other stuff in their lives but we still were talking like it was just yesterday so I think that's like really good friends to have and that's the guys from Hexich as well because they mm-hmm. live in different cities they actually one of the guys live, lives quite far from my my town he lives like three kilometers away and I actually did visit him this this year because we were on vacation and we, when we were coming back from the vacation we visited him and like we were talking just like when we were working mm-hmm. together in Prague in like the Walt Disney studio so yeah it's um, like really nice true friends that I have and that I keep in touch with and even though I don't contact them every day or every week because when I see them we just talk like nothing really happened and we just saw each other yesterday or something like that so yeah something I really value on my friends that I have and also because I have a family now it's it's even more difficult to keep in touch with my friends so you really have to take the opportunity whenever you have a chance to visit them you just have to take it and visit your friends if you are going around because otherwise you just don't have the time to visit them or anything like not to even write a message sometimes yeah (laughs) i know we've spoken about that as well that you like as you grow into adulthood especially past university and as you get a full-time job you likely spend most of your time with coworkers, and you spend the rest of your time a lot of the a lot of it with family and the time for friends diminishes and it goes down a lot but those are also very important because I have the same uh, same you know case for me that there's a couple people in my life that I'm really close to that I consider my closest friends and we might not see each other for months, we might not talk for months, 
But the second we do, like you said, it's like you pick right back up and there's no there's no law in anything. It's like even if you've missed huge milestones in each other's lives, you can still kind of catch up and you still kind of know that they're the same person and they're there for you. And you kind mm-hmm. of have that unspoken like bond that that persists. And that's amazing. Like that, that that's something that you can't just you can't formulate that with just anyone else. Like, I think that you might form these friendships at certain stages in your life and you're probably not going to replicate that later in your life. Like those friends are going to persist and some of them Mm -hmm. might go from your life for a while or they might go completely. But the the friends that stick around are are usually the ones, you know, you can rely on and that have a lot of value Mm -hmm. for, for you. Um, I mean, radio for, for you, is it a similar case where you find that you only have like a few people in your life that you, you tend to rely on in terms of your friend group? Yeah. I've always been a person that's, uh, been more about the quality than the quantity of friends. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it matters most about what makes them close to you. Um, I have several really, really good friends, uh, including you, um, and mm-hmm. one of them I met when I was a kid, but we still connected on a really good level, despite like how many different changes we had in our life. We just pick <laughs> up um, and we keep moving and we have been able to have this acceptance towards each other, but also like the um, the, the non-BS policy, if you will, whenever we're like, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing, you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, like it's just been really cool for that specific friend. That's what made us close. Um, I think a lot about like what do make uh, what does a friend uh, have to do to be a close friend to you? Like what makes that part of you? Is it the conversations mm-hmm. that you have with them? Is it the interests you have with each other? Is it um? the amount of conversation you have on a daily basis they just get you through the week or something you know what makes those friends close to you so like with you radio i don't always get to talk to you very much especially this year we've we've been so busy and sometimes we've gone weeks without really communicating other than a couple things regarding the show and we also have very different interest in some ways like we have been playing games together a lot less this year you've been working on your music I've been working on my my job and my family but I know that no matter what you want what's best for me and I want what's best for you and that kind of keeps no matter the changes in our lives that kind of keeps everything going smoothly right uh and you you can't get that with most people and I think even because there's almost like you want in a lot of relationships, you're expecting someone something from the other person and they're expecting something from you. And it's like this mutual benefit. And with really close friends, you don't always have that. Like, I don't necessarily if I'm talking to you radio, I'm I can be there for you and I don't necessarily need to get something from the conversation. And I know that the same is true for you. Like if I if I'm going through a hard time, I know I could call you up and you can talk me through things. The same goes for you. And that's a quality that is so important that you don't really have a lot of people in your life with that. You know, the only people and also the call you out on your on your crap. Right. The only people that call me out usually are like my family doesn't even call me out on some things. It's my wife and it's my close friends like you. <laughs> and that's important. I don't you need people that are willing to tell you when you're wrong and with 
some friends you don't get that they'll just kind of they won't give you that that truth because they don't want to ruin the relationship or they think that you know being honest like that um might not be the right place but with your close friends it, it is like they can just tell you when you're when you're screwing things up or being stupid <laughs> and yeah. yeah go ahead being too scared to talk about things is a sure sign that maybe um you're not willing to be as transparent to put kind of like a bigger build onto the relationship it's um it takes a certain level of commitment for each other like you have to be okay with the idea that there's going to be rebuttals there's going to be confrontation and but knowing that afterwards having the comfort and the trust of knowing that it's going to be okay afterwards I think yeah. is what helps a lot because otherwise I think uh, a lot of friends just kind of go, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to say that. I can... <laughs> you know, they get, yeah. they get really kind of worried. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that's key as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, Jacob, for you, do you, do you find that level of transparency and honesty with the people that you keep in your close circle? Um, definitely. Like, um, I think that for me, the key thing is that like, kind of, I share the same values with my friends. I mean, that's kind of how I, I will usually pick your friends, right? Like they usually share the the values that you care about. They share the same values and that's Mm -hmm. how you kind of connect. And like, if you, if the key value for you is like transparency and honesty, then you just basically connect with them. I think that it might be different for different people but um like transparency and honesty is definitely uh one of the values that i care about and like actually like like sense of humor and just not taking things too seriously and just like um, having the open conversation with people and just not being afraid that if i say something wrong they will like judge me or anything like mm-hmm. it's really important for me and uh, <laughs> that's something I kind of value with my friends that we just like we talk, we laugh, uh, and even if we talk about something serious, and if I tell them something, I don't have to be afraid that they will like, I don't know, backfire at me or something. So yeah, <laughs> it's quite important for me. I think those are, I mean, that's pretty much the same values that I have. And it's weird because with, with friends that you develop later in life, I feel like there's not that same level of honesty and transparency because I think into adulthood, especially is when you tend to try to keep your, your circle of really close family and friends very small. And you're very hesitant to add people into it because you know that, you know, when you're younger, I think you're more vulnerable with people that you meet. And especially for you, Jacob, if you went to New Zealand for three years, and you didn't have anyone uh, there for you, like your family or friends, you were starting fresh, you were probably a bit more open and transparent with people that you met or willing to open up in a way that maybe now, now in your stage of life, you might not always because I think that, you know, you want to keep your cards a little close, you might not want to be as transparent with new people uh, that you meet. Um, Because you, you know, once you live through life, you know, that people can hurt you you know that things can go south and you know the repercussions so you're a little more uh hesitant you tend to keep things silent or you tend to keep things buried a bit so um i think it's harder but i think that yeah i'm not 
sure if I really agree with somebody because I, I actually don't I feel like if you don't open up then you just are not gonna make any new friends I think that you it's really important you just like t- to keep opening up even though you maybe have had some issues before mm-hmm. I think it's really important just keep yourself open I actually kind of realize it even more now that kind of because of working remotely and it might be kind of um, relatable to people that are working now from home. I think it's really important now to just like care about your like co-workers as well. I think it's like really mm-hmm. easy to see them as the avatars in your like, kind of like a mess- messenger program or something like that, like on yeah. Discord or Slack or whatever Microsoft Teams that you are using. And it's just really easy to just like discuss just work and just not care about anything else just get the job done and just mm-hmm. but i think i really find it important that you should try to care more that you should actually like try to message them or even when you are discussing something work related just like some question related to personal life like if they, if they respond that it's a good good sign that you should just like extend the conversation just i don't i think it's really important that if you are working remotely, you have to try to kind of make it more Personal. um, personable. Yeah, so personal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That you break the barrier of just the like the work-related communications, and you yeah. try to ask them about like their some of their like personal life as best as possible. Like not not <laughs> not that you just try to make like make it too honest or like too personal at the start, but just throw in there some conversation like how are you doing where are you based or how is it going yeah. today did you have any issues or something like that and yeah i actually find it quite successful that i i actually feel like i'm starting to connect with my some of my new colleagues because i changed my work um like three months ago and i feel like if i try to care a little bit more and even if i just like touch base on the job that we just kind of finished so there's like the projects that we are doing and then if i say hey you did a good job on the last project and i feel like it's really motivating for the people and it's kind of making the the work more personal it's not just about the salary and stuff like that it's Mm -hmm. all also about the people a bit more that you kind of value the time and the effort that they put into the last project that you've worked on together or something like that so i find it really important that and i actually feel like i'm kind of making some friends like it might not be the best friends in the world but i feel like it's making the life a bit easier, easier I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh i agree and i i agree 100 percent with your points i think from my perspective i'm not talking about necessarily us because i think all three of us are like you said, honest and transparent and are willing to be vulnerable. So we've been in the office together, but I've definitely taken the initiative to learn about their lives, to learn kind of a little bit of their life story, because it's really it's it's a lot easier to work with people and be empathetic when you know kind of where they're coming from. And if you do that, yeah. like you said, you might not they might not be the closest friends that you that carry you through life, but 
because you spend a lot of time with your coworkers, it can make it a lot easier to get through the day if you kind of have that mutual understanding and mm-hmm. you have a, a bit of a personal connection to them just outside of we do this job and we do and then after that nothing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> because it feels like a wasted opportunity right do you work with them for so many hours during the week and just not knowing anything about them it just feels so yeah <laughs> a bit strange you know like you I know. you work on this big project together and you just don't even know like if they are married or not, if they have children. Yeah. Or I think it's yeah, it's a good practice, especially in the world that I'm living in, like because I'm a software developer and uh, some of the developers are quite specific in the way how they act and how they approach stuff because they seem a bit colder sometimes, you know, they just mm-hmm. they just feel like a bit like robots sometimes, but you have to try to <laughs> break this barrier that they have. Yeah. And I think it's going to work out. Yeah. I agree. And Radio. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also, because I moved to this village where I'm living now in, like, I would say one year ago. Oh. And because you are, um, yeah, it's been one year or something. Um, I, I also find it with the neighbors, right? Like you move into this village and you are surrounded with these unknown people. And I think it's yeah. also important just to try to get to even the people around you. Like it, I don't think it was the case before, even for my parents and even for me before. But like these days, I try to care more about the people that I'm surrounded with. So at least just like to be friendly with them and even just like... They are like totally strange people, right? You get to this mm. environment and they don't share the same values. They don't have the same hobbies because they are just living next to you. But even try to get to know them a little bit better, I think it's quite important as well because they are your neighbors and they will stay here. At, at least where I'm from, the people don't move that much. So <laughs> yeah. you, what you are surrounded with, I mean, the people that you are surrounded with, that's the people that will be next to you for the next... I don't know, like 30 years at least or yeah. something. Like, really, people here don't move at all, almost. So, <laughs> so you have to try to care a bit. So, yeah, I wouldn't say that you have to like try to push it too much, but at least just to try to get to know them a little bit better. Just to like, I invited the neighbors to my house just to. I don't know, just to break the barrier of the unknown people, you know, it's uh-huh. you can look like read them personally and you, you get to know them a little bit better and you find about their jobs. And actually, I feel like some of my neighbors like actually became our friends a little bit. Yeah, that's really nice to see. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel the same way because uh, my wife has said this about me is that the last person that I care about is myself because I'm usually caring about other people way more and uh, sometimes i've definitely done it to an unhealthy level uh, like you said you don't want to push it too far but i think mm-hmm. that there's a lot to be said about caring for other people and caring for those around you also helps you out like even if you're not getting anything in return even if you're extending you know your time your energy even your money to people around you and you don't get anything back in return the act of caring for others helps i mean it, and i i, know, mm-hmm. I remember I, i've heard you know the scientific studies done that like let's say your your one of your parents moves in with you later in life 
and you're caring for them or you're taking care of them, your life expectancy rises, actually. Like humans in general, you you live a better life. You live a longer life caring for other people and taking that initiative to reach out or to extend like a friendly hand or to try to learn about other people's lives, even if you don't know anything about them and maybe you won't like them after all. But just doing that. <laughs> is is good for you it helps you and i think that it helps like if everyone does that more as a society i think that we would be a lot better off you would find better communities of people uh and have meaningful relationships and you might not ever have those people become super close to you in the long run but you'll like it gets you through the day to day um so radio for you I know that you travel a lot for work. You've been all around the country this year. How is that kind of factored in for you now with regards to our discussion on, you know, people that you like coworkers and other people in your life? I find it difficult. It's always been difficult in my life to keep messaging and keep relationships going. Um, I don't know what it is. I just, I've always had that struggle. Yeah. I, you know, I maybe talk to my mom maybe twice, three times a month, and I know that really, uh, I know she really hates that. Uh, she helped <laughs> yeah. me. And um, yeah. whereas my siblings are much better at that. Um, or, you know, my friends. Um, like the one I was telling you about earlier that I've met since I was like a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I barely message him at all, but usually just pick back up. So when it comes to meeting them again, I think I try to focus more about picking back up where we left off and just continuing like it didn't have that much time in between lost, you know? And uh, I think that kind of helps make it feel fluid because it's really just about um, about them. It's not about the time, really. It's, it's, it's about seeing how they're doing. Yeah. What's on their mind? What's really behind that surface or... What's making them tick lately? I think uh, that's where I try to go with friends and making sure that when I do talk to them, it's more about the substance rather than the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you might not even have long conversations with those people in your life, but it doesn't take long to show genuine interest in other people and to make the most out of the time you have if it's only a couple minutes or something um you know i i don't talk to my my grandfather um all that often right but i know that he loves me more than anything in the world and i love him as well more than anything else and you know we might only talk once a week or something but just just having that connection means the world to both of us and it's just those kind of unspoken and unbreakable bonds um, that if you maintain those throughout your life, you end up, I think, being a lot happier and I think having more fulfillment for you. Uh, and I guess radio as, all, as well, I wanted to ask, like in terms of your coworkers, because, you know, Jacob and I are kind of discussing at least being a little bit more honest or being more transparent, and especially this year um, with your coworkers at your job and you, that you've also been traveling with for weeks at a time. Ha- have you found like, that opening up to them or them opening up to you kind of makes it easier to get through the week. Uh, yeah, actually that's, um, (laughs) I think we touched on this a little bit before, but it's usually 
I try to warm up to them and let them know a little bit about myself and all that and see if they kind of catch up with that. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've trained maybe about eight to 13 people in my job uh, over the last wow. four years. And so, as you can imagine, I probably got a chance to meet a lot of different types of people uh, from yeah. all different types of backgrounds. And I mean, you name it, it's probably been there. And um, I find that, yes, a more genuine connection after the time makes it a lot easier because otherwise you're working with these people for, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 hours a day. And if you don't know anything about them, it kind of just makes things a little bland. <laughs> a little too professional, a little yeah. too hollow, if you will. And yeah. um, I find that having that connection makes it easier, makes it infinitely easier. Mm-hmm. Having something you guys can both relate to, even if it's something dumb like, wow, can you believe how messed up this job is? I know. <laughs> <laughs> just just that alone, having that, con- having something to connect to. People want to connect. Yeah. Like and... Um, Complaining about a job, it's like the most connecting thing in the world. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's the easiest. Or something like the people really connect well. <laughs> it's so, it's, yeah, it's because, you know, we've, we spoke about this last episode that misery enjoys company. And it's like, if you can relate to something, even if it's bad, you feel so much better doing it. Like, <laughs> um, it's so counterintuitive, though, to how, at least in America, how work culture and society is set up, because you're taught, taught from an early age, especially in the professional world, that you do not share personal things like you should not like you keep your work separate from your the rest of your life. And that's how it should be. And especially with 2020, especially with the pandemic and and just kind of things in general, I think people are realizing being more open makes things a lot better. And even if it's not good, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, or even if it's not recommended, it, it's so helpful. Um, radio, yeah. you're going to say something. I, I, uh, know from very well experience about all that it's professional to keep everything at home. Like, I mean, you'll find it in almost every like employee oh, yeah. manual handbook, if you will. And here, <laughs> um, but I can't do it. I can't. I, I can't do I, it. I, it's, I find that, and I'm not saying I'm a compassionate person. I'd like to think I am, but I find that I think the more compassionate a person is, the more genuine they want relationships to be. So no matter who they talk with, they're going to want to have that personal connection. And by asking someone to not do that, you're basically just asking them, hey, I know you have this flower that you want to take care of, but don't. <laughs> it's going to die. You're going to see it wilt and you're going to see it completely yeah. like die over time. But just don't worry about that. That's the way I see it. I'm like, no, it's a beautiful flower. That could be something, you know, that could be a connection. At least mm-hmm. try to make that connection. Let me have that. And um, for me, I feel like that's just important. It's important for me. That's one of the most important things to have is that genuine relationship with that person. If I can have anything in a work style uh, workplace, I want to know who you are Yeah. before I work with you, or at least a little bit. <laughs> I know. And I think and this is kind of one of the topics I want to talk about. And I think we'll maybe finish with this, but um, 
I, I spoke with this to one of my friends recently and we've had discussions where, you know, they were saying, well, my friends that I know, especially on online, like they could drop off, like they could, you know, drop off social media. They could drop off discord. Like I might never talk to these people again. And then it's like, it feels painful because like you lose all that time you invested into a friendship and people, I think people may be hesitant to open up to people or get friends because they're afraid of them leaving and like all that effort gone. But I don't really look at it like that. I think of it as the benefit to a friendship or the benefit to being open to people isn't something that is delayed. Like it isn't something you need to invest in for later in that moment that you're being vulnerable with someone or in the moment that you're talking to a close friend that is helpful to you. Even if it's not readily apparent, I know that even if I can't tangibly say this conversation with radio made my week a lot better in the subconsciously it does like just talking with people about what's going on in your life or talking about people what's going on in their lives um you gain something from that and even if friends leave your life or you you sever friendships because of you know they move or you just can't really connect anymore because of change of life or time commitment um the benefit to friendships is still there regardless and i kind of wanted to just touch uh pick your brains on you know if you've had friendships that have stopped completely or like been severed and if so do you feel like you know are you okay with that basically and are, are you at least happy with the time that you spent with those people oh for me, that's a quite tough question. I did have like a few friends that I really connected well with, like for some period of time. But then I think that we just kind of grew apart in terms of like, I don't really know. I think that maybe I didn't know them too well or something changed. Like I felt like we just kind of stopped sharing the same value. So I feel like uh-huh. maybe uh, I kind of... I do have a few people that kind of feel bad about it. I kind of lost the connection with, but then I, I mean, it must have happened for a reason, right? It just didn't happen like that. So mm-hmm. I think that I'm okay with it, even though I'm kind of, I, I would be curious how they are living, right? How they are living like right now. Uh-huh. But I just feel like that's kind of the sacrifice that you have to kind of give. Maybe just, Maybe it's just better not to kind of open the box and just leave it closed, you know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit kind of split on this topic. Like, I, I'm not too sure. I, I'll see what the radio thinks about it. <laughs> I, um, I actually have plenty of friends uh, I have parted with, and some of them I'm interested in talking to again others i have tried and failed some i have tried and you know reconnected with mm-hmm. um such as my father for once um and um because i consider more him more of a, a friend than family it's it's a weird thing yeah um and then there is um people who kind of like what kabako was saying i see them I don't want to. I don't want to do it. <laughs> it's kind of all over the place. It's yeah. um, 
I do feel like with people where I feel like my interests and our interests may still lie in the same, I do feel more inclined to say something because I um, naturally I think that's easiest to pick back up on. Yeah. Um, if it's a friend that you guys were a genuine, like a really well-bound, genuine relationship and it just dropped off out of nowhere, I probably would want to know what happened. But if it's just mm-hmm. like, if it's a friend that I had for a couple of years, but we didn't really get that far into anything, I'm not as inclined. I don't feel as inclined. Yeah. And it may be because of how good the quality of the relationship was. And um, what, were they a high priority in my life? Were they something that really changed me and if those don't really check out not that i don't care about them i don't think about them as much as say the other friends i was telling you that maybe i could reconnect with those Mm -hmm. it's um it's a very difficult thing to like i think we're all kind of getting at this thing where it's like it's it's it depends basically like you're not it's not always clear cut whether it's time to let a friendship go or if a friendship has been on hold for a while if it's worth reconnecting for because it's it's it varies um and i know it affects me like i've had multiple really close friendships from either university or shortly after i got out of college um that they were like people that I talked to on a daily basis that I got really close to and then they've dropped off and we don't really talk anymore. And I think about it because I'm like, man, it would be really nice to catch up and reconnect to that same level that we had because we had genuine care for each other. We had genuine interest, but also it's the issue of we're both busy. um, Time is limited and I already have some close friends. So it's like maybe being more thankful for the people that are currently in my life than wishing that I had these other people that maybe aren't in my life uh, back or something. Right. It's like being thankful for the people I have around me um, and trying to make the most out of those friendships instead of trying to think about the ones that I don't have. (laughs) Uh, and that's, that's a big, that's a big commitment. It's, it's kind of hard to strike that balance. I should think that some of my like past friends that I kind of disconnected with was like the people that I don't know how to put it, but it felt like they always brought like this baggage or this kind of problems in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of sucked out <laughs> of some energy that I have. I know that like. It's kind of going against what we were talking about. You should just not care and not expect anything back or you should just kind of care about people and I don't know. But these people, they kind of, I don't know, they have like this weird quality. They they kind of either like hang on to you or like they just suck out <laughs> the energy of you or they just... They have this weird vibe. I mean, I I had a few people like that in my life, and it just kind of, Drag I kind of me. knowingly disconnected with them <laughs> over some period of time. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know it just sounds weird, but well, I feel like I just needed to do that, even though we shared quite a like a big time portion together. Like we we were like friends for over like several years but then i kind of had to drop it for some reason like there were some 
I don't know, this strange feeling that I was getting that if I just keep connecting, like keep in touch with them, like I'm not gonna move on in my life or, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but maybe some like a negative energy will know what I mean. You said negative energy, like a negative, like a friend that actually produces more of a negative energy and takes away uh, from a quality friendship. Yeah, I almost think that, though, if that's the case, Jacob, that. I would say that person doesn't genuinely care for you then, right? Because they might think or they might want to be your friend, but if they're not willing to recognize the fact that friendships aren't one-sided and that if they come, like I've had, I've had the same experience where I've had people come to me and they're like, I have this, this, and this issue and I need advice or I need you to help me with that. And they don't even take the time to consider the fact that you're a person as well and that like you have you know your own problems or maybe you you have issues going on that you would like to talk about um but you kind of get steamrolled i would almost say that really isn't a true friend right like if those and 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 good relationships good friendships can become that over time if someone just kind of pushes the envelope too far or forgets about you uh radio you wanted to chime in about this it could also be that this friend uh needs help yeah. And so they may have latched on to you because you give them the time of day that nobody else is giving them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a, and it's tough, right? Because you don't want to cut them off because they obviously need help. At the same time, it's not <laughs> beneficial for either of the parties at the time. Uh, how do you feel like you should deal with those kinds of people? I think that. <laughs> it's so difficult i feel like at some point it's you need to cut up you need to cut off the band-aid like you need to rip it off right because at some point um if they're just like kind of leeching off of you or they're relying on you too much it's not healthy for you it's not healthy for them and it might be a really painful conversation or a really painful experience but it's almost one of those issues where the best thing for you is that you need to try to find another way to deal with this right and you becoming a crutch for them is not the way that they move on in their life. And it's not the way that you move on in your life. I must say that like at one point I had this friend and I, anymore, you know, I just had <laughs> to change that. I, why I did that. But then after a few years and he was kind of changed person, criticizing that much or try to look at it or change them. Right. Because you won't change them. So it's just better. You just see how things will work out for them or something like that. Yeah. And it might be really hard because you care about them and you would like them to have a good life, but it's difficult to recognize the fact that maybe the best way for them to get better is to not have me there. And even though (laughs) it might be painful, that's the way to go. Uh, And like you said, hopefully maybe you can reconnect in, in a year or a couple years after things do get better for them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a crutch in your friendships and you don't necessarily, and especially you don't want to be um, a crutch, like you don't want to be a crutch yourself if you're relying on, on your friends too much because it's not really fair to them to not, because you don't really genuinely care about them at that point. You care about your issues more than you care about your friends and life is hard. Everyone has problems. Everyone's going through a lot with family or personal health or whatever. Um, 
you can't just you can't just disregard other people's feelings because you you have your own problems and you want to talk about that all the time. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess radio, is there anything else that you wanted to discuss regarding regarding our topic today or any other questions that you had? Yeah, actually. Um when you're going over and <laughs> I'm making it sound like you're going through the list. It's not actually <laughs> like that. But whenever you are taking a look at like the connections you've made in life, um, like say your wife, your kids, child, um, friends, acquaintances, uh, coworkers, anybody like or nobodies, um, where do friends tend to be on that priority line? Is it mixed up? Is it well, depending on the quality of the friend, they may be up here really close to my family or they may be family. Like what is what are what do you feel like are some of the priorities that you have towards your friends? I, I, I don't really rank my friends to be honest. Like I just feel like I have <laughs> like friends and they have like all in different kind of um I don't know, they are, I just don't, I don't, I think that I had like a, a I would say like a list before when I was younger, but <laughs> not anymore. I just feel like they just share, like the people just share different like interests or they are in different kind of areas. So I kind of have them like sorted like that. Like I, I feel like they are on the same level, just be just, they are in like different kind of worlds, if I would say like that. So. I don't know. It's... I think it was easier for me to have like a ranking system, but when I was younger and it was very clear, like I had this time for school. I had this time for work. I had this time for friends. I don't have that anymore. Like everything's kind of just blended together. Like I might be able to yeah, connect yeah, with a friend yeah. via a text message at the work day. Like I might text you radio at the beginning of my day and then we might not talk at all that day. Other than that, um, everything's kind of blended like i don't really i feel like my friends rank really high on my priority list that i need to have some communication with them like throughout the week but what that communication looks like and what that might look like in reference to time that i spent with my family that is definitely my top priority um it doesn't it does i don't have a clear-cut answer or a clear-cut way of handling things you know i mean my wife is my first priority and my family is right below that. And, and my, you know, my brother-in-laws from my wife's side of the family are, are my close friends. Like those are two of my very close friends. So they're both for me. Otherwise things just kind of happen when they happen. And it's, and I, I think this year with, with being uh, remote for working a bit with everything being so up in the air, I've found myself trying to not necessarily like have a list of like, I need to reach out to this person at this time because I haven't talked to them in a while, but I think I've gotten better at reaching out to the people that I care about a bit more and taking the time to, to spend with them. Even if it's just a phone call, I think it means a lot. Yeah. Like, to be honest, like, for me, like, when we talk about family, I kind of don't see family as being, like, I would say friends. I just feel like family is just family. For me, it's like a different kind of level. So I just, I feel like maybe I don't tell them 
everything, but well, I definitely don't tell them everything. But <laughs> when, I, yeah. when I tell them something, I kind of I feel like uh, they will kind of never like I don't know ditch me or disappoint me. You know, I I, I feel like I can rely always rely always on my family. I I, I could have relied always on, on my family always almost. So um, yeah. This is kind of a different level for me, and I think it's just maybe maybe different cultures or like it basically differs family by family. I would say uh, so. <laughs> when we talk about like friends and family, it's kind of hard for me to mix them together because like uh, for me, family is like the top priority, and I feel like there it's really hard to. I couldn't ditch my family, or I I couldn't disconnect. <laughs> Or, you yeah. know, it's like you don't have the choice. I mean, in my eyes, I don't have the choice. Like I always feel like I, the family is the top priority, and so they might like have different opinions. Uh, they might criticize me or something. <laughs> like it goes in my in one of my ears and just goes out the other ear. So <laughs> no, you cannot have this filter in there. I mean, it just have to let loose. You know, whatever they tell, I try to really not take it too extreme so i wouldn't disconnect with any of them anymore so yeah it's kind of a different level i would say with my family. It, and i have that with my fam my side of the family like my parents my cousins and whatnot i have that kind of sometimes in the in one year out the other for what they tell me but well, my brother-in-law's like my brother-in-law nick i've i've been friends with him since i was like 12 like we actually met when we were really young i met my wife when i was like you know 12. um we've been close and i i feel like i can be way more transparent with him um than a lot of my other family because i know that he's not really going to judge me the same way that i would I would be worried with my parents because like, you know, I can't, I can't tell my parents some things because I know that they're going to react in a certain way. But I think with, if you have a good relationship with your family, uh, you can be transparent with them. It's just difficult because either culturally, like I think the U S has a similar culture to the Czech Republic in some ways with regards to family, at least like there are, there are those boundaries where you don't tell people to disappoint. You don't want them to judge you. Um, radio, it sounds like you, you wanted to add on yeah i think for me i've made several um people in my life that i consider family but are not blood bound and it's mostly because of the situations of which of how we grew um kind of like i was telling you earlier that guy that i met when i was really young like a year old um i consider him really close family like he mm -hmm. is basically a brother if not a brother to me um and it's because of how close we've grown towards each other it's how we treat each other we treat each other like family yeah. not everybody gets that privilege either um mm. it's it's not it's not something that you gain easily it's something that is gained through hardship it's something that's gained through everything you expect with family through the ups, the highs, the lows, the arguments, the yeah. the good things, the sharing. I mean, it is what you expect with family, being the closest level that you could possibly get. So uh, I only say that in that regard, because that kind of speaks to me that I feel like could people outside your family become family? Yes. But not easily. No. At all. <laughs>
Yeah. You got to go through things because the, the thing with family is you've gone through so much of your hardships and so much of what's happened. Like if your parents went through a divorce or if you if if you if someone in the family died, like you went through that with your siblings and with your parents together and you might not always share the same values. You might not always share the same um, in level of importance with things in your life, but you've gone through these events with them for years. And that's something that can't easily be replicated. And similar to close friends, a lot of the time it's because you've gone through hardships or you've gone through specific events with them that have changed you as a person. And because you were with them through that, it changes you together. And you kind of have that, you have that bond that, that you can't break. So, um, yep. Great. Well, well, thank you um, so much, Radio and, and Jacob, for, for being on the show today and discussing um, the topic of friendship. And I, I think it, I think it's really interesting, especially from both of your perspectives, because we've all kind of come from similar but different walks of life in terms of how we've grown. And, and Jacob, with you going, you know, overseas for uh, several years of your life, I think it's really fascinating to hear your perspective on the importance of friendship, you know, where your friends lie in terms of priorities for you and just how you've developed. So, and it was just really nice to reconnect with you after um, about a year since uh, things have changed a lot in the world since then. <laughs> so, um, thank you so much for coming on today and to our listeners, um, feel free to let us know kind of what's going on with you throughout the year. Let us know your perspective on the topics that we discussed today. You can tweet at us at wholesome FM, um, or send us an email at wholesome transmissions at gmail.com. And you can find Kabatco, uh, on Spotify, um, and most other music platforms. Uh, it's K U B A T K O. And feel free to check out his most recent EP that he released this year. So again, thank you so much. And we will see you in the next episode. Wholesome Transmissions is hosted by me, Pineapple Freak, and Radio. Our logo is designed by Griffical. And special thanks to Gabaco for being on today's episode again. Friendship is unnecessary. Like philosophy, like art, it has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things that give value to survival. C.S. Lewis.